Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek, Trent, and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. So grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I am stoked because tonight we are reviewing Venom, Let There Be Carnage. We just came out of the theater a little bit ago, and I can't wait to talk about this movie, and I'm going to talk about it not by myself because, of course, I'm joined tonight by Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, are you excited to talk Venom? I cannot contain the excitement that is in my bone marrow, sir. That is awesome. Keep that energy up because also joining us again, is Mr. Ian Wells, so we're going to have to counteract his negativity. Ian Wells, you excited to talk about Venom wearing your Venom shirt? <laughs> I am excited to talk about Venom. Why I got to be Mr. Negativity, though? I don't, I don't know. Maybe because of I liked it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That sounds like a pretty positive statement to me. That's right. Oh, Thank you, Trent. And speak of the devil, also <laughs> with us tonight, Mr. Trent Persinger. Trent, be the buffer. Be the balance. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Are you excited to talk about Venom? Hello, Derek. Yes, <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> My God. That's pretty good. Is that a, is that a good Venom? Well, that was a pretty re- good the, re- the reason is because of like his his setting, man. Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I thought I sounded good this week. You just you lied to my great. virtual face. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I can barely I'm going to be listening you. to this tomorrow to do like a sound check, and I'm going to sound like shit again, and then I'm going to be mad. You sounded great, Trent. <laughs> be i'm not i'm not familiar with what's happening tonight it always be better <laughs> trent you sound like an angel tonight and, and uh, you normally well, sound you, like a bag look, of shit i don't know what a uh, bag of shit sounds like i was gonna um, say he looks like a demon but you want you went a completely different route than i did well thanks it's nice to be here let's talk some venom i'm so glad you're here all right uh, so for those of you not familiar with how we do our reviews, we'll do a quick non-spoiler section and then we will uh, give a clear spoiler warning and go into spoilers because there are spoilers, especially for the mid credit scene. I have a feeling we're going to do a lot of talking about that mid credit scene. Yes, Ian, how can I help I, you with your I, hand? I, your I, hand I, I, I've been here for every episode and I still don't understand how our ratings work. So, so are we, are yeah, we, we ra- reviewed at the beginning, gonna, at the end, we yeah, reviewed yeah. in the middle. That's what I was going to say. Are, are, are we giving our rating at the end, the middle, the beginning? What are we doing this time? <laughs> Check back in three weeks for our rating, (laughs) our numeric rating. It's different every time. Oh God, I don't know. We'll we'll just we'll we'll do it on the fly. (laughs) We're gonna do it live. We're doing it live. It's gonna be randomly like mid sentence. So I thought the art direction is eight point nine. By the way, eight point (laughs) nine. Anyway, so I would I would rate this movie about eight. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I thought he was really gonna do it. Okay. No, I'll, I was like, I'll go right, ahead. And, it. I'll, I'll I'll lead us off. I'll start on non-spoiler only, and then uh, and then yes, we will go ahead and do our ratings before we do the spoilers. So Ooh. that way, if anybody hasn't wow. seen the movie and just wants to know what we thought about it, they get to hear it before the spoiler warning. So it makes sense in my mind, and I'm in charge. So shut up. Here we go. You want people <laughs> to stick around to the end, Eric? Well, yeah, but they're not going to stick around to the end if they haven't seen the movie yet. I hope not. Please don't. Then why are you listening? Get out of here. Don't get spoil here. the Scram. movie. That's why we do a non. Actually, what, what leave leave it on play. We want the listens, but leave and go watch the movie. Just but leave your phone playing. Just leave it in the background. That's actually a really good idea, Trent. Way to go! You're a, <laughs> you are our idea man. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say my uh, my non spoiler review. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I didn't love it. I think that it was a worthy sequel. Not quite as good as the first one story wise, but the uh, the fighting, the action in it is excellent. And you could see everything that was happening. One of my biggest complaints of the first Venom is that uh, you couldn't really tell what was happening in that Venom and Riot fight because they were both similar colors, you know, similar size, similar similar looks in general. And, uh, and you couldn't really see what was going on. It all took place at night. Where this, it takes place at night, but it's well lit. You know, you, there's a clear delineation between uh, color and size with Venom and Carnage, Carnage being red. Uh, Woody Harrelson was born to play Carnage. I, uh, I really enjoyed him. And again, I'm going to keep talking about it until we get to the, to the spoiler section. The mid credit scene is not to be missed. Do not be one of those doofuses that gets up and leaves during a Marvel movie. Ian Wells, we'll let you, uh, since you are our, our resident movie guest, what, uh, what is your non-spoiler review of the movie? Something other than, I liked it. 
I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did like it though, but not as much as the first one. But uh, I was a little worried about the movie at first because I kind of felt like it was slow. But uh, really, once Carnage got introduced into it, felt like things picked up. But uh, yeah, other than that, I just. I think I kind of need to maybe watch it again because my expectations for the first one were not high and then I went into it and I really liked it. So I think maybe because of that, my expectations for this one were a little higher than they should have been. So I'll probably give it another watch and make my final decision then. But for now, I liked it. Good. I'm I'm glad you liked it. And that's uh, that's some wonderful enthusiasm you're shooting, shooting our way. Ian Torrance, what about you, man? What did what's your uh, non-spoiler review on the movie? I disagree with you on one thing you've said so far, Derek. Uh, Woody Harrelson was not born to play Carnage. He was actually born to play Roy Munson. That's true. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's, he was that's, a naturally born killer. That is that is accurate. Well, there's both there's, of those statements. A... What was the question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> what is your non-spoiler thoughts on the film? You really munsoned that thing, Ian. Jeez. <laughs> um non-spoiler thought i can say that every time because uh, i awesome I, I don't, I where did i get munson <laughs> well, let's just talk about kingpin for a while i could do that It'd be time better well spent <laughs> anyway so, sorry, something about this review makes me want to take a big crap <laughs> it's you so, so uh so yeah man you really jarred something loose there tiger <laughs> god Ian probably has no idea. I guarantee Ian has never seen Kingpin. I guarantee you're right. Come for the Venom reviews. Stay for the uh, non-sequitur Kingpin quotes. You know what? Dude, I watched Kingpin at your house back when you lived on Mulberry Street. Really? I forgot that. With you and your brother. (laughs) You loved it. It was all right. I liked it. <laughs> oh my god, he liked it. He liked it. All all right. Right. I like it. I like it. So, uh, so, so what are your non spoiler thoughts on Kingpin? Thoughts. Um, I like the pins in the movie. The balls were really nice. <laughs> Best balls I'd ever seen in a movie. And uh, I'm and uh, <laughs> that's I vote that we movie. move on to Trent. <laughs> oh. No, I really actually want to hear Ian's take on. He's on, been on spending that. like five minutes trying to get it out. I don't think he has a take on it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Trent and I both, Everybody keeps interrupting me. Trent and I both brought up some some kingpin quotes. Sorry, right, for real now. We for don't real. have a cow. We got a bull. <laughs> I'm gonna go brush my teeth. All right. So non-spoiler, it, it pretty much like it's a rinse and repeat of what you guys have said. I I liked it. Didn't love it. Liked the first one more. Uh, it was it was good, but the first act was really slow. Like well said, and. Toward the middle, it started to pick up. In the end, it got really good. So I think that's gonna that's gonna keep that in mind. That's gonna affect my score later, much later. Non spoiler thoughts. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to Trent. Trent, non non spoiler thoughts before we get in to really talk about this. My thoughts are, uh, I will say this: it it was pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. Uh-oh. Those are my non-spoiler thoughts. Oh, well, Trent, you, Trent wasn't well, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> well, it's in it's it was basically right on par with the first one and, you know, I, this is a quote that I kind of saw earlier, but it it rings true. If you liked the first one, you will probably like this one. If you didn't like the first one, you're not going to like this one. That's all there is to it. Oh, Trent doesn't oh, like the movie. God. He's going to be or the if odd you're man middle out. of the road, you'll think this is middle of the road, and that's probably where I am. I didn't dislike it, but it wasn't. My God. <laughs> Somebody back this man up from the camera, please. This, this is why we can't get anything like the done. Joker. <laughs> Again, since no one can see what's happening, Ian Wells is getting closer and closer to his camera. He's sitting in the dark, and so he's just got this big, bright white smile just coming at us like the Cheshire Cat. It's- I think the important thing to remember here is that he acknowledged that my smile is bright and white. It's amazing. But to finish my like thought real quick. Okay, anyway, so Trent, finish the your thought. Oh, sorry, thought, Trent, it, do you not like it, it when somebody interrupts you 14 it, times when you're trying to make a point? Ooh. I'm kidding. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
wow i love you i'm kidding <laughs> no it was it was what i expected and i think if you go ian wells talked about expectations if you go in with the right expectations you may just enjoy it and for that reason i wasn't expecting a lot and i you know it was it was fine it was a fun movie all right well but, do you guys want to give a quick score to those of any, those of our listeners that aren't going to sit through the spoiler review and are trying to decide whether or not they want to go see the movie because we do have people that listen that way. Anybody want to start it off? Anybody? No, I was, <laughs> I was, I was trying not to just be a dictator. I was trying to be democratic about this. But All if right. nobody wants to answer, then yes, I'll I go. want to do it. Go, Trent. For the movie on its own, a six. Uh, for the mid credits <laughs> included, six point five. Only a point five for the mid credits. All right. I swear, yes, I was going to say have, the exact same thing. I have thoughts. And we, you know, we'll get into it, but that's that's all for now. Well, go ahead, Ian Wells, since you're uh, you got thoughts, go for it. I swear, literally same thing Trent just said. I was going to give it a six and a point five for the mid credit scene, but then I thought about maybe giving it a full point because that was a pretty spectacular mine, scene. Mine link, Ian. Uh, you know, I'm willing to give it a six point nine. Oh 69 God. nice giggity 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 nice <laughs> I, I'm not, not to cut, cut off Derek first but Ian just remind me on Twitter like when they dropped the Rotten Tomatoes score earlier it like came in at a 69% did it really <laughs> someone like took the picture of Woody Harrelson from the poster and I know no one could see me but that face he's making where he's like <laughs> like that was the comment right <laughs> anyway anyway ahead, all right man. i was no, saying I that, that. Uh, I, I was gonna say total just in general i would give it a, a seven all, all together it wasn't great um like i said i like the first one just a little bit better but uh but yeah a seven that's and and seven isn't a bad score and six isn't a bad score 6.5 isn't a bad score that's still a positive review anything above a five is a positive review so don't add us on Twitter about how you don't agree with us. Yeah, don't, don't add have us to on like Twitter. everything. At don't at me. <laughs> it's a phrase. I'm hip. I'm young. He's on TikTok. Yeah, check check out him TikTok. out, guys. Uh, I check know, us I out. For, I know. I actually fact, got, you have one I actually got there. all these me. jokers on TikTok with me. It'll probably never happen again because I won't allow them to because they're unprofessional and annoying. But that's right, folks. You can wait, tune in and see no, my bright white smile on there. Now, in our defense, you knew that going into this. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, we're going to move on into our spoiler talk because I, uh, I actually want to get into a couple of the things going on in this movie. Um, so if you haven't seen the film and you're, you've come this far, please, please don't get spoiled this way. Go and see it. It's worth going to see, it. especially we're going to talk about that mid credit scene. And you don't want to miss out on that, that, uh, that experience you know, seeing it for yourself. So spoilers in three, two, one, full spoilers from here on out. Uh, one thing I didn't talk about in our non-spoiler review is Andy Circus's direction. Uh, I was talking to Ian right after the, the movie ended while we were waiting on that mid credit scene. And uh, I, I think Andy Circus did a really good job with, with, with the directing. I think that it was, it was well done. I, you could tell that it was from a newer director dealing with big budget, but I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, I actually took some notes and one of the things um, one of the things that struck me right at the beginning that I wasn't a big fan of with the with the the direction, even though I think Andy Circus did a good job, is there were some weird things happening with that flashback at the beginning of the movie. I was not a big fan of how this movie opened. Like like you mean like, how ten seconds in we heard Woody Harrelson's voice coming out of a 20 year old man <laughs> yeah that looked nothing like woody harrelson it was so that was jarring a, that was really really jarring and there was random like blurred scenes like like it was trying to make sure you were aware that this is like a flashback and so i don't know if that messed anybody else up but like i i, I couldn't get over the fact that it was happening so frequently like i felt like i was watching a Zack snyder movie with slow motion because it was just every other shot was blurred and that uh, I, I didn't think that was great also um, the nausea inducing tracking shot down into Ravencroft, like through the from the air down into the tunnels and everything. I felt like I was on a roller coaster that I never signed up for. So there were a couple things. Wasn't a big fan of the opening. Um, I don't know. Ian's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. So did did the uh, did the intro to the movie not jar you at all with like the the way it was shot or or even Woody Harrelson's voice coming out of a 20 year old? 
Derek, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't remember the beginning of that movie. I was so distracted by the voiceover that I <laughs> no, and I don't remember honestly, what he's talking yeah. about either. Yeah, I, I, I kind of vaguely know what you're talking about, but uh, I think I think I'm overshadowed by that voice too. I was like, "Nah, I hear Woody Harrelson. That is <laughs> not Woody him. Harrelson." And I'm just like, "Why is this 20 year old man had the voice of a 50 year old man?" Odd choice. Odd it, choice. It was weird. It, I mean, if you're going because the and the girl... I also not to interrupt you, but but shut up. Uh, I also <laughs> I also felt like, in all seriousness, Shriek looked exactly the same. I don't know if she looked exactly the same, but she was at least looked similar. Yeah, similar enough that I could believe that that was a younger version of the actress that we saw later on. Right, unlike the kid that played Woody Harrelson, who looked—I don't even know—he looked like Vince Vaughn when he was younger. Didn't look like didn't look like Woody Harrelson at all. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, that that threw me off, and and also my other my other problem at the beginning with was um, and sorry, I didn't preface this. I, I'm talking my my negatives first off, so we're gonna get <laughs> the negatives out of the way. Um, the other thing is, mm. I, I thought the score for this movie was awful. Like, I, I thought the music was really, really, really bad. It had. Yeah, I like, don't even hardly remember the music. The, the opening credits. Apparently, I'm the only one who paid attention to this freaking movie. The, the opening <laughs> credits. Back there scribbling notes. <laughs> I was. I was actually taking notes. The opening credits to this movie have a weird, like, haunted house from 1975 vibe going on, and I don't See? understand why the the soundtrack, the score. Sounded like it was two completely Score. different movies. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> Go ahead, Trent. You were going to say something there. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm shifting away from the negatives, but that was one of the things that I thought was kind of cool that I wish they would have done more of is when he leaned into that like gothic horror vibe. The beginning had a little bit of it when they first went into the church towards the end. It kind of like at the wedding part, it had like that real kind of gothic horror vibe to it. And I thought that was really cool. And I felt like they should have done more of that with the movie rather than bouncing between that yeah, I, and like I, the goofy, weird comedy. That yeah, it was. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with the fact that, um, that it was a little weird, but at the same time, like I thought it kind of made sense because it's Ravencroft and that's supposed to be a more like creepy, like kind of sinister, um, style. I thought more multiverse <laughs> craziness happening. Should have gone in a creepy direction, anyways. It's a movie about monsters coming out in October. That's true, but what I was saying, Ian, is Ravencroft um, at one point was the home to a cult that worships Shumagurov. It's all coming together. Shuma. What, don't, what don't we all? We all, yeah, we, we all do a little bit. <laughs> Shuma, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I can see where you're coming from with that, Trent, with the uh, leaning into that. But based off the first one the tone of the first one i kind of expected that's what the second one was going to be similar well, to. yeah me too i, I I'm also based on the unexpected. trailers i just i liked that horror vibe and i felt like they could have done it more but didn't but I, yeah i i agree i expected the comedy to be back and it'd be weird and silly like the first one yeah that's yeah, why i wanted to hear that music from the trailer in the movie but we never did i don't even remember the trailer music i just remember venom singing uh, let's call the whole thing off <laughs> not that song. You say either. I say either. <laughs> Wasn't it like a famous song in the trailer, or am I mixing? Yeah, that well, yeah. Let's call the whole thing off. Is a Louis no, Armstrong not song. That. No, very popular not that song. one. I can sing it was, more. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, Derek. Not that one. Yeah, not that Derek. popular song Derek. that most people know. It was Derek. the uh, one is the loneliest number song. It was like a remix. Oh, yeah. I do remember that now that you bring I that do up. Not, I do not. Where the fuck have I been for the past few hours? I don't know. Well, it wasn't in the movie. It was in the trailer. Yeah. Remember that either. Why are you here? <laughs> Why am I here? I ask myself that every week. Let's do a poll. Let's not. Because everybody will agree that you're supposed to be here. Moving on. Um, I, I didn't have a lot of other nitpicks and I'll, I'll pass it on to anybody else. that has got, got some other uh, smaller gripes. Cause I, like I said, I liked this movie overall, but there were some things that were so silly. Um, I don't understand why we left off from the end of the first movie where Venom and Eddie have a bond and a relationship to this one where they're bickering, like a brand new couple. Like that's what it felt like to me. Like uh, they, they, they were arguing over this thing, same things, that felt like they were resolved at the end of the first movie. And I don't really understand why they took up so much time 
with that whole back and forth between the two of them. I mean, it had some laughs. It was funny every now and again, but but I don't know why they decided to go that way and lean so heavily into that. Ian Wells, do you think that uh, do you think that they made a mistake, or do you think that that was did that work for you that they were still trying to work that out between Eddie and Venom? I like the uh, back and forth between those two. I think I think that was the thing that a lot of people liked in the first one. I think that's why they were so heavy on it in the sequel. Go I'll ahead, tell Ian. you what. What's that? Ian looked like he was going to say something well, there. And, and yeah, I didn't mind it in the first one because we were just getting to know, know the characters. But I feel like as long as they've been together now, like maybe a little bit less bickering. And like I felt like the the chemistry Is that how was relationships kinda... work. Yeah. Are they in a relationship? Yeah. I mean, it is it is kind of set up like a relationship, but yes, I I, I hate to break it to you, but yeah, you bicker less the longer you're together. Well, mm. ideally, you're supposed to. <laughs> that's that's the whole point. You get along a little better. Yeah, that's you know, that's the idea, as he said, but it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> well, those know, people Trent, get divorced Trent. usually. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it on your behalf. Trent and I are up here just kind of grinning. Like, yeah. I was trying to avoid saying that altogether on your behalf, Torrance. I feel attacked. <laughs> That's why no, I looked at you and I said, "Does it?" Is my, that wife how it goes? I, my wife and I bicker. Don't worry. My wife and I never bicker. We're Derek, constantly in sync. You two are. Did you yell at her and put her in her place all the time? Yeah. Derek, Shut the door. Are, scared to death. A whole different story. You guys are like the perfect couple. Uh, Ian Wells hasn't been here when I've yelled at her to close the door. Scared to death together. The door. You've been together since high school. That's, That's true. Just... Anyway, we're not doing a relationship podcast, but yeah, so it worked. It's good because it didn't work. It, it really didn't work for me. And I was talking to Ian Torrance, like I said, right after the uh, right during the credits, it just didn't seem like it fit that they would still be that at odds with well, each and, other. And moments they were like bickering and like really saying That's... hateful things, and then the other they were just like Venom's like, "I'll cheer you up, buddy." That's now, wait a minute. Put needed... yourself in. Go ahead. I was I was just going to say it was Put a 90 minute movie. Body. They needed to fast track the plot. They needed to split them up. So, yeah, I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to it, but that's what the plot called for. They needed to break up so they could. Yeah. Reunite. Can we talk about their breakup? Did we need to see Venom at a weird rave? <laughs> like, I mean, I got a couple of laughs about that, but literally. But now, my, hold on. Rewind my, just a little bit. I just want to say, on Eddie's behalf, as far as this whole bickering thing, like, imagine having something like Venom in your head all the time, bugging you about biting off heads. Just like Eddie said, like, I'm tired of hearing it. Just, you're always in my ear whining about something. Just go somewhere. Well, Eddie's not being a very good good companion and friend. He's not listening to what Venom needs. Yes, brains. Brains is what Venom needs, because chickens don't (laughs) have big enough brains. But yeah, so just to just to get this point out of my brain all i wrote down in my notes is venom is at a rave dot 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 like you I, and i had you wrote seen, that down i wrote that down venom is at a rave confused newly just, single you know i just i couldn't believe that we spent that much time with venom at a rave giving a speech about how eddie kept him in the closet and you all love me, which don't get me wrong. I chuckled at it, but I mean, really? It's an hour and a half long movie. We're going to spend 10 minutes at a rave. Other than the biting off people's heads, I feel like Sony is trying to make Venom a little too much, just like Spider-Man. What? I said, I feel like Sony's trying to make Venom no, no, a little I heard too you. much. Uh, he literally says responsibility is for what did he, what was the word that he used? It was a direct jab at Spider-Man. Uh, he said responsibility is for suckers or for losers or something like that. Yeah. Towards the beginning of the movie. Trying to make him likable and like this cuddly little, like fun little creature that you want to love. But it's like, he's venom. He's like supposed to be terrifying yeah. and biting people's head. Like, you know, they're trying to make it like a cute thing. Like, Oh, you know, he just wants to eat some people. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. <laughs> you know, so I That's see where you're cute. coming from, Ian. I see <laughs> to, where you're coming from a little bit. To he's be not fair, heavy though. enough on the anti-hero. Well, to be fair, he is really trying to eat people. I disagree that he's not threatening. You're going to tell me if you saw Venom, if you saw he that looks creature, threatening, but as they portray him in the movie, he's not really threatening, like as he should be. I feel. Like. I mean, if I saw a big giant tree monster like, group walking spooky. towards me too, I'd feel threatened too. But 
Groot's like one of the nicest creatures in the galaxy. I don't think he'd appreciate being referred to as a tree monster. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Tree creature. A little bit tree better. Creature. He's a sentient tree that is brilliant. You're a sentient tree, bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do sick, about it? What are burn. you gonna do about it? <laughs> sick burn. Um so yeah, those were my my negatives. If anybody's got any negatives that we haven't hit on yet, please feel free to to jump in. Trent, I know you have a lot of negativity towards this towards this movie. I mean, I don't want to sit here and just I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't hate the thing. Was... I, thought, I thought we were talking to Jimmy Mathers there for a second. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> sure, it looks like he's just a head floating with wires hanging from his ears. He is. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, anyway, go ahead, Trent. I mean, this wasn't like a good movie. It was just kind of fun. Just you know, I don't want to use the word trash, but it was just kind of a fun movie you watch and enjoy, and then you forget about it later. Like it wasn't anything that was everywhere. <laughs> It's not a good movie. I don't want to say trash. It was enjoyable. Can you guys honestly sit there and think this movie was like amazing? Like it was a fun time. It was, you know, not a good movie. Anything about amazing. Yeah, it's not. I'm so I'm saying like, you know, that's what I said earlier about expectations. I expected it after seeing how the first one went, that this was what it was going to be again. And it was and I was fine with it. You know, like I said, it's not I could point out all sorts of flaws. You know, it's I told uh, Ian Wells and I were talking after I was like, for a, a character like Venom, they could do so, so much with. I, I don't know why they just do these quick 90 minute paint by numbers stories. Like it was like, you know, the first movie I said too, it was like a late nineties, early two thousands kind of movie plot wise, like beat for beat. It follows those kind of movies. Like it's just get to the point, you know, no real character development or growth, get to the action and then we're done, which is fine. You know, not everything has to be, you know, deep thought for provoking stuff. So that's true. Did, did anybody else feel like there was a little too much comedy from Venom in this movie? I thought some of the comedy was pretty bad. Some of it was funny, but most of it did not land with me. The jokes. Like I, I felt like it was a lot heavier than the first movie. I don't know if I would the say jokes heavier were heavier or movie. they leaned more on the jokes. Is that what you meant? Like they this, mean- the comedy in general. So like there's more comedy in this one than the first one you're saying? Yeah, like in this one, I felt like Venom was like actively trying to be funny. Whereas in the first one, he said some stuff that was funny, but he wasn't actually trying to be funny. I don't know if I would say he was trying to be funny in this one, but I do think there was a little bit more comedy in this than the uh, than the first one. Most of it landed with me. Some of it landed in a okay. Well, that was that was a silly joke, but it made me chuckle. I actually I actually chuckled out loud through a lot of this movie, and I was surprised by that. I didn't expect it to land with me. And yeah. I don't think it's going to land with everybody. Obviously, you know, Trent and, and you being two are right off the top. But I'm pretty simple when it comes to jokes. Jokes make me laugh, even if they're stupid. I'm a dad. dad jokes. jokes make you laugh. Makes well, sense. Well, like I said, I think I have to watch it again because I, I feel like I went in with unfair expectations. I'm usually like that. I usually love stupid humor, but some of it I was just like, oh, okay. Like when he was like. It was more towards the beginning of the movie, too. Like, some of this stuff later was more funny. But, like, I don't know, the joke where he was, like, getting ready to take off on his motorcycle. And he's like, the only scoop I'm getting is double chocolate chip. (laughs) I was like, that's not funny at all. And then, like, when they were drawing those pictures, and he's like, oh, I know this one. It's a tree. It's like, come on. Yeah, the the stuff with Eddie at the very (laughs) beginning was was a little ridiculous. And just, like, I know I'm probably in the minority again. I don't want to make, like. I'm crapping all over this movie, but Tom Hardy's portrayal. Like I know some people love it. It's just weird for me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. He's just so like jittery and just like all over. He's just like a hot mess the whole time. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just a weird interpretation for me. Maybe yeah. I don't like Tom Hardy. <laughs> I can see, I can see where you're coming from there, but I, I do have to say that Tom Hardy is one of my major likes from this movie. Like, even if you don't care for his portrayal of Eddie Brock, even the, if his British accent comes in and out, every it does every seconds. now and again. But he, uh, the the way that he can believably have a conversation with somebody that no one else can hear, I I'll think is that. excellent. I, I really, I was impressed with it in the first one. I thought it was even better in this one um, because it was believable that he was having that conversation. I mean, I know <laughs> he's being fed the lines when they're being when they're recording or when they're filming, but and um, also he voices Venom too, right? Doesn't right. 
So I mean, but yeah. I, I just I, I thought that he uh, that he nailed that. And uh, yeah, so Ian, you, Ian Torrance, any other negatives so, before we start blowing? Trent, the Trent, I'll, last I'll bit give of you, I'll, I'll give you some of that. Got <laughs> a bit a better way to word that. Let's so, give me some. <laughs> so uh, the shaft. Cradle the balls. Oh my God. Swallow, Swallow the gravy. Get over here. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> so I like I the tree like, oh, I know this one. It's a tree. Like, I get where you think it's kind of cringy, but at the same time, like that didn't bother me as much because I felt like he was just being sarcastic because he's just like, Oh yeah, I know this is a tree. What the fuck is your point? Why are you drawing this stuff? Makes no sense because yeah. Venom's like, oh, here's this, and he's just like, okay, like, what do you want me to do with this? I don't, I don't, I don't know the point you're trying to make, but I will give you the only uh, uh, scoop I'm getting is double chocolate chip, and Venom's like, no, gives me brain freeze. <laughs> what? Why, why would double chocolate chip give you brain freeze? Wouldn't ice cream in general give you brain freeze? No, only no, double like- chocolate chip. I felt like, didn't you think that a lot of those Venom jokes were probably just like thought up after the fact just to pack in more jokes? Because obviously, oh, it's yeah. like you don't see him talking. It's something you could easily dub in. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of those were like script. someone at Sony was like, more jokes, more jokes here. And so they just kind of threw some in like that, maybe. I was kind of a little like lost sometimes because like when Venom's head would come out, I'm like, can everybody hear him if he's not like directly like in the bathroom at the Eddie beginning yes when, when that woman's in the stall yeah, i was like can she hear both of them or just Eddie? i would imagine that when his head comes out and like is actually speaking well yeah no i know that now because at the end of the movie with dan he's just like Hadan. <laughs> pretty good wasn't it he like that was no good. one liked you dan <laughs> that was funny <laughs> Yeah, there were some there were some funny parts. I'm I, I a lot of the jokes actually hit with me, but the uh, stuff at the very beginning did not. I'll, another, I'll another, no, put your finger down. Another kind of bicker. <laughs> you've had your chance, sir. <laughs> so another kind of bicker was a uh, detective Mulligan. Yes, I think it was Mulligan. He, well, they need to do a Mulligan on him because, like, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, like. Yeah, sometimes like it seemed like he was legit, like trying to help Eddie. Like, hey, you know, we need to figure this out. Oh, okay. So Eddie's like, oh, well, here's here's what's going on. He's just like, you know what, Brock? I don't trust you. <laughs> wait, wait, what what are you doing? What are you doing right that, now? That dude was a prick from the beginning when Eddie was like getting on his motorcycle before the horrible chocolate chip scoop joke or whatever. <laughs> I was like, why is he all up in Eddie's face like this? I would... was he in the first movie? No, I don't think so. So I want to jump, know who this to guy ahead is too much, to be. But since we're talking about Mulligan, did anyone know what that little like thing at the end was supposed to be with him? And Toxin. I think it was supposed to be to- is it- Okay. Yeah, Toxin. but but they did, he really get, did he get? Why? Yeah. yeah did no. he get any of the symbiote? Like no, I was trying to figure that no. out too. That's that's why I was confused. If they would have shown like something like dripping on him, maybe I would have been like, okay. Ugh. But he just literally Ugh. well. Not, yeah, I was about to ask that too. It was Shriek that took him out, so I don't know where the... Well, all he did was from. his eyes lit up, right. and I'm just thinking like, okay. Like, and I was trying to figure out why his eyes lit up, because I didn't recognize the character, because I know of Toxin, but I don't know who he is. So I've I literally him, yeah. just Googled it while you guys were talking. I was like, oh, okay, well, he's supposed to be that, and then I thought the same thing you did. Like, but when did he get a symbiote on him? Like, when... The, the symbiotes in the yeah. comics actually have to reproduce. They don't just magically, like, show up. They they, they kind of like, like latch like on a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Carnage at least like had some of Venom's symbiote from Eddie's blood. So like, I'll yeah, I'll and, give I, him and that. I know, and I know most of them kind of like a few of them came from Venom, and I get that. But like you said, like there were other elements involved, not just like a man biting another man's finger and being like Carnage. <laughs> well, and like Toxin came from Carnage in the comics, and so did Shriek actually, but. I just was don't... Shriek also a symbiote. Yes, not in the movie, but in the comics. Yeah. No, and I I, no, I didn't understand movie, that either because in, in the movie, in the movie, she's randomly like they make her seem like a shrieking. In the movie, yeah, she just got random powers. Yeah, and I was like, nobody's because I thought I that. thought Shriek was a symbiote, and then I'm watching the movie and I'm thinking like, well, maybe she's not. I, I was waiting for me. her to symbiote out. I was waiting for her to look, you know, like she does in the comics. Yeah, cause... but instead, the detective randomly got it. Well, I mean, yeah. again, he—that's—that's that's the character in the comics, but the whole Shriek character was such a waste, and I—I don't—I I recognize—I recognize that actress, but man, she was like 
it, it was like we were watching Batman and Robin. Dude, like that, she was yeah. way over the top. She, she was Tommy like, Lee Jones level of like Two Face, where it's just chaotic evil. Just let's say the line, Ian. I feel like I couldn't understand a lot of what she was. Why saying. won't you just die? <laughs> Is that the one you're referring to? That or the Mister Madam Freeze one? <laughs> like I said, Lady Freeze. Like I told Lady, Lady Freeze. Freeze. This, this is, is a, a one-woman one woman show. show. <laughs> so, so yeah. When when she when she uh, puts Dan the trunk and he's like, oh, dude, like they're gonna kill you, and she's just like, many have tried, botched it. It's like, yeah, kind of <laughs> like you did that line, dude. Every line she said was like, uh, it was cringy. bad. All right, well, let's move on to the uh, the mid credit scene because I think that's what everybody is going to want to talk about the most. Um, can we just say that we called it? A while back can we say that i think we could take credit for that yeah i mean i don't think that we get to take full credit but i'm excited that we called that i'm pretty sure we could take credit you know what i mean yes yes kudos for calling it but now i'm thinking like with everything that's come out since then i feel like any other direct like what other direction could it have gone you know what i mean right yeah i mean once we had the uh goblin and Doc Ock confirmed. I mean, then what? Too much of a stretch. But it was still, still really awesome just yeah, to see it, even though you had a feeling. Well, because that means that that essentially Venom just got shifted into the MCU with a really fun yeah. uh, see shift in the reality. I thought that was a really interesting way of doing that. Yeah, that was awesome the way they the effects. Just like we knew it was the multiverse happening, so. And they didn't yeah, but it could have went either way. It could have went multiverse. It could have went because uh, Venom was about to show Eddie Brock. Right. Something. I thought that was really well done because I wasn't sure when he, I thought, okay, well, Venom is going to show Eddie this. He's going to have like this weird acid trip type of thing. But then everything shifted. And I knew, uh, I mean, we all knew uh, we were all, <laughs> we were watching this movie in a theater by ourselves. And so Ian, Trent and I were all standing up in the aisle waiting for it to happen. And the second that JJ pops on the screen, Ian and I were on either side of Trent, and we both grabbed one of his arms and just yeah, held man, on to I, him for a second. I, I, again, I'm sorry about that, man. That's okay. It's still a little sore. I'm going to have like a Hulk little sling on. <laughs> Why do we think Venom was immediately attracted to Spider-Man, even though he doesn't That's know what him. I was going to bring up. Like, he had no reason to like be so... He was like, this guy. And he licked first the of all, I mean, first I know all, it was more as a wink to the fans. First of all, but, like, this boy... Yeah, he is a boy. boy. How creepy. He is in high school, Venom. You nasty. Well, I thought we were going to have a whole lot to talk about this, but I guess I was wrong. All we're going to do is just talk about how Venom's got a little boy obsession. How much time is in between these Spider-Man movies? Oh, I've... That was a joke, Trent. It's all good. Never, they, we, were, we were having it back and forth. I was trying to be funny. It didn't work. How much time is in between the Spider-Man movies? I don't know. Um, Can't be in high school that... forever. No, but you got to think that, well, I mean, technically there's five years in between Homecoming and No Way Home, or not home, No Way Home, Far From Home, because True. the blip happened. Yeah, right. but, but Peter's it, only it, one year older, so he's like a but, junior in high school. But in, I was going to say, but in the trailer, in the newest trailer, he's literally in high school, isn't he? Like they'd show him in his Yeah, high far, far From Home, from all intents and purposes, looks like it picks up directly after, or No Way, Jesus, these home names. No Way Home <laughs> looks like it picks up directly after Far From Home. That's true. And, the, you know, the scene from Venom uh, has got that same look to it with the J. Jonah Jameson with the Daily Bugle, like, web blog thing that he's got going on. His very Alex Jones-esque Daily Bugle. With, with the the mid credit scene confirming the connection, do we think we're going to get the whole Sinister Six in Far From Home? No Way Home. Do no you think home. Venom is going to be in No Way Home now? Yeah. I don't know the rumor when the trailer came out that he was in the trailer in that like one quick shot that you couldn't see anything in. I, was like, I think it's possible. But I don't think he's going to be in it much. It's not a coincidence that this is happening right for the new Spider-Man movie comes out. Also, a little small detail, like in the first Venom movie, the uh, Marvel logo, it didn't say in association with Marvel Studios. Well, it yeah, because like, it's this one's 100 percent Sony. Yeah. So they don't. They didn't have to. They only. They only do that with, uh, with the Spider-Man movies because they're produced by the MCU. Well, I'm saying in the first Venom movie, it didn't say that above the Marvel logo, but in this one, it says in association with Marvel. Probably because they're using their, 
universe now. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into that. Okay. We're, I don't think any of us are necessarily surprised that it got to this point, but on that same token, I'm going to ask, are you surprised that it actually got to this point? Because I feel like for so long, Kevin Feige has been so pr- protective of his MCU that I'm surprised whatever the deal in place is. I'm surprised to it took this long. Cool with Sony with these. Say what you will about them. These not as good Sony movies being a part of his perfect uh, MCU canon, which I know the whole universe thing. You know, you could break that down in a lot of ways. But I'm going to answer that in a second. I'm going to to make a stand here because you you mentioned not as good Sony movies. And I agree with you. I have heard so many people buck that claim that somehow the Marvel movies aren't better than the Sony movies because I don't think Sony knows what it's doing with Spider-Man. And the argument you always hear is, well, yeah, well, it made the two of the best Spider-Man movies of all time because of Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's all well and good, but it also made Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then tried to make a Sinister Six movie. And yeah, they got lucky with Into the Spider-Verse being excellent. And I don't care what anybody says. In my opinion, Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man. And I think that I I will take Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, over all three of the Raimi movies, both of the Mark Webb movies, and uh, and both of the Venom movies. So I I agree with you wholeheartedly, Trent, that yes, the the Sony movies are not as good as the mcu i was trying to be generous because obviously i've been kind of negative tonight but i'm no it's okay I just, it's okay you you, know you always saying? make like your you got... sony hatred known i thought i'd back you yeah, up. yeah well it's just like i mean again you've got and i know we're all marvel shills here and we're all biased and we all love the mcu but i just feel like you've got this big beautiful perfectly crafted mcu okay not perfect it, you know it's had some continuity flaws here and there but for the most part it's pretty dang impressive what they've built and then you've got these just kind of goofy silly i feel like fly by the seat of your pants sony movies and now they're all of a sudden going to merge into i think the only reason one because i think the universe skipping is their way out because we said venom is now in the mcu but i feel like it's going to go backwards to where spider-man is going to go into the sony universe and leave the mcu behind yeah that's that was going to be my my response is i think the only reason this is happening is because Kevin Feige knows that Spider-Man's days in the MCU are numbered, that this will be the last Spider-Man movie produced by by Marvel, because in all honesty, Marvel doesn't need Spider-Man as much as I want them there. They don't need to have him to be successful. They were successful for years without him. Sony doesn't need the MCU to be successful with Spider-Man, because even though. You know, they the last couple haven't been well received, they make money with Spider-Man movies. They don't need marvel's help so long as they keep tom holland and so i think that they're coming to a point where they understand they don't really need in each other this they're probably not going to renew the contract between the, the the two studios the agreement and so i think that kevin feige was perfectly fine with them yeah throw whatever you want in this one because the universe is going to implode on itself and it won't affect us in any way shape or form i could be crazy ian uh torrance what do you think man do you think that do you think that we're crazy that this is the end for Spider-Man and the MCU? No, not necessarily. I'm, I'm, um, I'm kind of like curious as like how they're going to tie in um, everything together because uh, the other thing that we haven't really mentioned, the other big movie coming out is um, um, the Eternals. Nah, the vampire one. Mo- uh, Morbius. Morbius. What is it? Morbius. Morbius, yeah. Everybody's audio just went <laughs> yeah. in and cut That's out. That's because we're all time. so excited for Morbius. So I am excited for it, but it's I quite a while think, away. Yeah, uh, so I feel like, and, and they've kind of like teased, you know, Michael Keaton in that movie. So it's just like, it all ties together. So it's like, where are we going with this? And Craven's coming down. And the Craven coming point. coming down the pipeline. So like, yeah, man, like they, they, it's, it's kind of all over the place. So, which, well, is, Sony, which is cool, but... <laughs> But at the same time, didn't Sony come out and like say a week or two ago that they are definitely moving forward with a Sinister Six movie? They're yes. freaking grand like baby of a plan for years, which is weird because I thought that's kind of what we were getting in No Way Home. But now that makes me think maybe we're not. So maybe we're getting a little tease of a Sinister and, Six. And, and I've I've heard uh, I've heard the Sinister Six being in um, 
in this new uh, Spider-Man um, homeless, I think it's called. <laughs> and he's going to be homeless. He has no home. So, you know, I've, I've heard, I've heard they even talked about bringing um, Paul Giamatti's Rhino back, and I'm like, God, I, 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 I think we're okay. I think we're okay. <laughs> See, that's, Electro's that's, bad enough. We that's bring my Electro. thing. Where do you draw the line? And I know I've, I'm going to repeat. Man, don't be things. hating on Electro. That wasn't his fault. It, it was, was terrible. It, it was partly his fault. It was I mean, bad writing. It, it was bad writing. We all know it was Jamie bad Fox acting too. It was bad Ian acting. Brings up, Ian brings up a good point though, because like, where do you draw the line? Like, if you bring in Electro, then why don't you bring in Rhino or what's his face's gingivitis goblin? Um, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Dane like Don. You can't, yeah. Because you like, don't bring in that goblin when you have Willem Dafoe goblin. But this is like, and I, I mentioned this, I think a couple months back on a podcast we were talking about spider-man speculation before all these rumors were what they are today but like that's where it gets tricky in my mind when you open up these other cinematic universes as part of the multiverse because like if you just start i feel like it's an all or nothing thing like you can't just pick and choose like if electro jamie fox is going to be part of it then freaking you know ang lee hulk has to be out there somewhere or oh, like God. hasselhoff he... nick fury i mean i'm just saying, like why do you... i want hasselhoff nick fury to be out there somewhere like it's just, oh God. it's weird to me his, that like it's kind of cool that they do bomb. it with just <laughs> right like it's kind of cool that they're just doing it with the spider-man but like i don't know like i said if you open up that door again why are some coming through but not all of it why well, is like yeah plexiglass shield captain america not riding his motorcycle through right behind everybody you know <laughs> what i mean like if it's a multiverse and they're all out there you have to acknowledge that not just some of them are out there well some well, of them you don't have to stay to, out there you don't have, have to acknowledge that they're there <laughs> but I think the Spider-Man ones, it, it probably is going to be wrapped up better than we're giving it credit for. And I'm yeah, sure that it's will. going to have a good, you know, a, a, a reason for each of them to be there. Because so, like I, I said, with Spider-Man, I really do think that we're going to see this version of Spider-Man completely taken out of the MCU. So like yeah. it's his whole cast of characters, whether or not he's going to remember what happened. Do you when think he his was universe in the will shift kind of like Venom's did in this one? But I like think, shift I, the other way? I think so. And maybe be stuck that way. And then we get stuck with Andrew Garfield Spider-Man instead. Oh. <laughs> I'm still not clear. I'm, I still don't think Andrew Garfield's in this movie. I, I'm not sold. I don't Have care. Have you seen the clip though? Yeah, until the, the great shift. The clip was a deep fake. But they, they like the guy came out and said that it was the deep fake was a fake though. Trent, stop watching clips. I don't mean to. I I don't. The fake of the fake out. was a fake. <laughs> I was my mind was blown too because when I saw it, I was like, holy shit! And then like they came out later and said, no, the deep fake was a fake. And then I like lost track. Like which, the fake of a fake is fake, about? and this is real. And it's there's Are like you talking a, about the one where they're on the roof or the one like where they're on like that scaffolding. Yeah, that one. The scaffolding, I think. And okay. there's also like an image of Willem Dafoe floating right up there in like what could be a goblin costume. And like, again, I, I'm not literally floating or I'm not trying to endorse any of them. I try. We all know, this float movie, down here. This what? movie is so far down the like leaked, ruining any sort of hype. Not really. Like we're all hyped for it. So, but you know what I mean? Like well, anything and... that happens in that movie is not going to be a shell shock that it should be. Well, not to mention the fact that uh, everybody's trying to like dissect that trailer and break it down. But here's the thing though. There's like yellow lightning in the background. They're like, "Oh, it must be electro." And I'm like, "But if it's the Jamie Fox version, wasn't all his electricity blue?" Dude, totally different electro. I mean, same character, <laughs> but his outfit's gonna be different and everything. Well, yellow is more comic accurate too. So maybe yeah, but it's still gonna be Jamie Fox though. Yeah. Okay. Looking sorry, like what looking like Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> He's powered know. by electric eels. <laughs> but see and then and then that doesn't make sense then so like you're introducing a brand new electro but the same electro it's just kind of like maybe he's a like, variant if, if we don't know that right. it's the exact same electro we just know that it's jamie fox playing the same loki, character loki taught us there are variants that can look alike but actually are different so who knows that's, that's very true point. that's do very you think, true do you this think loki's gonna be in this confusing movie? loki yeah god god only knows okay, at this point everyone's gonna be in it i don't know i think that there aren't going to be as many characters as people are expecting i think it's going to be a much but more at the same time tight story crossing, than people crossing expect. all this over with like venom being uh well with with venning ah, with the end oh Vinny, oh Vinny. <laughs> so at the end of uh at the end of this movie that we were supposed to be talking about and then we started talking about spider-man uh at the end of this movie they clearly tie in the two together but it's like well 
there'd be no point in doing that if he's not going to make an appearance in, uh, in no way home homeless right yeah well, also also it's like this like they're outing peter parker just like they did at the end of far from home so chron- chronologically chronologically it would be it would be, t- it would be happening chronologically at the same, it would be happening at the same time or at i guess right after time? dr strange does a spell it would probably, probably right after dr strange is. did his spell because the uh the clip that that they show is not the clip they showed at the end of far from home it's not the so exact i have no, a feeling that it's still the new story though, i have a feeling that jj is running that story constantly like on a 24-hour news cycle yeah if they're gonna go, if they're gonna go full on like internet crazy uh, conspiracy sorry. theorists. For sorry, Doctor Ian Strange over here was casting a spell. <laughs> Shh. Why have the Vulture in the Morbius trailer though? If they have no future plans with Marvel, that's because, the point I'm making with the with the Venom thing though. Because I'm telling you, all every character that's been in these Spider-Man movies that didn't originate in the MCU is going to be shifted over into its own universe and go back to Sony. I don't think that we're going to see Spider-Man. I don't think we're going to see Vulture. I don't think we're going to see Ned or MJ or, you know, Quentin Beck or JJ, any of them ever again in the MCU. So what, at what point do you think that's going to happen? Because in the Morbius movie, still a couple years away. Morbius comes out next year, but I think that it's going to happen at the end of No Way Home. Like that's what the end game of No Way Home is going to be is. But isn't Spider Man's going to have to do something heroic and save the multiverse? Which isn't Spider Man really... contracted and he gets in one more somewhere else in, movie? in one more? But I mean, they can have him pop up in anything and just be like, See, "Oh, I was able to come through the multiverse." For I a hope second. they don't do that. I don't like those convenient like, "Oh, here I am. Up, oh, see ya. I got to go now." Like, either you're in it or you're not. Like, I don't know. I don't, My question though is like. Why, if all this goes down at the end of No Way Home, I almost said part from home. <laughs> if all this goes down at the end of No Way Home, why why is the Vulture going to be in Morbius a year from now? Because Morbius yeah. is a Sony movie. I know, but Vulture originated in MCU. Vulture originated in a Sony movie. That's he true. originated in Spider-Man Homecoming, which was a Sony movie. Technically, That's true. Yeah. It is a Sony movie that MCU. It was an it is, in, yeah. in association with the MCU, yeah. but any any the same thing with that would the, be the true for all the characters. Then wouldn't it? With all the characters from the spider that were originated in Spider-Man: Homecoming, yes. Yeah. The only one that was around the only the only two characters that we saw before Spider-Man: Homecoming were Spider-Man and Aunt May. That's it. Everybody else originated in Homecoming, which is a Sony movie that was produced in association with Marvel Studios. And so all of them could easily just be taken into this other dimension. I mean, we're dealing with multiverse craziness, but that doesn't matter. I, I, I like we could talk all night. We, we're we're going to we're we're getting off of the topic here. The I just want a neogenic nightmare movie. That's never going to happen. Though. That's never going to happen. That what? Huh? Well, I didn't hear what you said. I said, I just want a neogenic nightmare movie, but it's never going to happen. Ah, gotcha. It's not. You're correct. Never say never. <laughs> never say never again. But yeah, so that's that's all my thoughts on Venom. We went way off on a tangent with Spider-Man there. Does anybody have anything else to say about the we actual knew that would dominate Venom the conversation? Yeah, the movie, I mean, it's... Venom, the mid-credit scene. Are you excited to see more of Venom going forward, Trent, with not liking this movie as much? Or the first one, I mean, are you excited to see Venom and what he's going to do now that he's going to have a chance to interact with Spider-Man? You know, I'm excited to see how they how they do it. I I lament the fact that we never got to see a proper like MCU version of Venom or Carnage for that matter. Because not to get back into the negatives, but that was my last negative was the fact that Carnage was a little underwhelming like he was cool when he was on screen he wasn't in it a lot and then they freaking killed him off at the end so we're never yeah. gonna see him again so that was that was a little disappointing but uh to answer your original question yeah i'm i'm excited and intrigued to see where it goes always you know i may not be the biggest sony fan but you know you involve spider-man in it i'll be there i'm gonna check it out i'll be there all right anybody else Trent nope. and I were talking after the movie. We were looking forward to seeing if he, Venom gets his spider symbol after running into Spider-Man later on down the road. I hope so. I think that would be awesome. Do you think they'll actually be enemies, or do you think they'll be like buddies? 
I don't think that Spider-Man is going to be a big fan of Venom's way of doing things. I'm still confused on why Venom was like, oh, this guy, and he looked at the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I think yeah, it was I don't just know if he was drawn to him in fan or... I think he's a little pedo. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the uh, Venom symbiote will leave Eddie again and attach to but, Spidey and do that? Well, well, again? Also, but here's the thing. Like, not, Sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. But, but if 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 he does become an enemy of Spider-Man, it doesn't make any sense because this whole movie, he was trying to prove he was a hero. That, yeah, But no. yeah, I just thought of something, though. Venom and Eddie have never been in this universe that they just got, like, whammied to, that they just got shifted <laughs> to. And the first thing they see is a news report about a superhero that just murdered somebody. That's true. And held an entire city hostage with the with the Edith program. And so according to according to Venom and Eddie, this is like the biggest supervillain of all time. He just murdered a brand new superhero and tried to take over the world with like insane technology. Now, wait a minute. Venom murders bad guys all the time, even if. Spider-Man did murder Mysterio. He was a bad guy too. Venom would have no idea who Mysterio he, yeah, is. He doesn't All he know would that, know though. is that this this They're news surely talking about just, in the news report. This news reporter just <laughs> popped up saying that Mysterio, pictured. this hero that saved saved. I was the gonna world, say that they, they was murdered by this they, teenager I was with superpowers. They portrayed Mysterio as a as a hero at the end of that movie. Nobody knows Mysterio is a villain except for Peter and, yeah. and Happy and a couple of kids from I just high picture school. Eddie and Vinny just like turning the TV on for the first time in this new universe, seeing this kid on there. I want him dead. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I want him dead. I, don't I want his Vinny's, family dead. Uh, reaction to Spider-Man had anything to do with the news story, though. Do what? I think it, I think that's I said the Venom's reaction. Possibly be. So you think that he heard that he murdered this guy and he was like, ooh, let me lick the screen. I think we all do that when Tom Holland comes on the screen, though. Don't well, we? I mean, he's literally talking about wanting to eat bad guys. And, and a then news this report news story comes on about this. This evil. is the worst person that you could possibly imagine. Yeah. He's a murderer. And he's just like, ooh, this that evil, guy. no good scumbag, like dreamy Tom Holland on the screen. <laughs> oh, you fans and your theories. Fans of theories. What do you mean? It was, I mean, it was kind of like a blatant nod toward the more the we, the more we do it, the more we talk about it, the more I think it would be ridiculous for Venom not to show up in No Way Home. So that. Adds another layer of intrigue for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got to think of it, Venom. He's got no way home either. Yeah, it's true. He's far from home. He is far from way. home. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, Trent, uh, do you have followers? We talked about that earlier. Do we have uh, Twitter followers? Oh, we're not going to give our rating of the movie? It's we gave our rating of the, of the movie. The... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, didn't we already give our rating? Nobody <laughs> mentioned that Eminem was back on the soundtrack. Nobody Detroit cares that what? Eminem's back on the soundtrack. I just wanted to say Detroit what? Yeah, but the song from the first one was so much better. It was really way was. better. This one was really awful. It's like, oh, they shoehorned Eminem back into this post credits <laughs> here, or into the credits. Although the, in, in the credits were pretty in, neat. Venom in. Venom in. They're like, hey, do you want to do another Venom song? Sure. When do you need it by? In about six minutes. Uh, no, I think that's how he did the first one. You're going to taste my Venom. Mm-hmm. Ben, 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 ben. That's the whole song. It just went right got, to the top of the Empire State Building and just wrapped that song. But you just, but you just admitted it was better though. That's how bad this one was. Oh, you didn't like the first one either. I actually you. didn't. I actually didn't mind the first one. I was just being facetious. Anyway, Trent, Twitter followers. It sounds like Twitter, you, Twitter, Twitter followers, Twitter. Hey, Twitter. You, you gonna hear the Twitter followers? Oh my god. Oh good lord. All right. Yeah. Please. Please. Read off our Twitter followers for the week. All right. Followers of the week are Rage Cage, which is a Nicolas Cage podcast. Capes Capes and Tights comic book podcast. FTO Nerd Talk. The Sean Hulk. The Captioned Life podcast. Pod Mortem. Edeneum. Edeneum. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Glenda Baker and Eduardo Bach. There's our followers. And we're getting close to 400 followers. So, you know, spread the word. We might do another giveaway when we hit 400. So, yes. And thank you to everyone who is following us, everybody that is liking and retweeting when we put things online. If you are not following us, please, please consider doing so. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and newly on TikTok, where once again, uh, Elder Millennial is trying to figure out how to do social media properly. So be, be gentle. In the comments. Don't be a jerk and unfollow once you followed. 
I can't think of a jerkier thing to do on social media. I'm unfollowing right now. Just for that. You're you don't tell jerk. me how to live my life, Trent. <laughs> I don't think he was ever following in the first place. We don't Man, tweet that much to annoy you, you or clog up your it. timeline. There's no reason for you to go to our profile and hit that button again. That takes more time out of your day than it would be to just be cool and be a follower. It's true. Also, if you have any uh, comments, questions, concerns, if you want to tell us how beautiful our voices are, sit down by the fire with a nice glass of champagne. Please. <laughs> Email Ian. <laughs> no, That's email right. us at paperweightent at yahoo.com. And we're going to get out of here because we're getting sleepy. And uh, yeah, go check out Venom. Let us know what you thought about it. Follow us on all of the uh, all the social medias. And also, please rate and review this podcast. It does help us a lot. So after you've done all that, have a wonderful night. For Ian, Ian, and Trent, I have been Derek. And this has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. Good night. Yay!